Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. I first want to say I'm working really hard to get the interviews, and I'm finding that they happen to be at places I can't control the sound as much as I'd like. Um, as you may have heard in Derek Hill's interview, it's over Skype, which is great because he was in New Zealand and I'm in LA and I can do the audio anywhere. But uh, on Skype, if two people talk at the same time, it goes out. So sorry about that. In this episode, uh, my guest Jim Gloucester, his voice is a little low. We recorded it at his baller's office at Paramount, and his art director's desk is also in the room. Poor Andrew had to sit there in silence the whole time, but uh, Jim's a little low. I'm a little loud. Sorry about that, but uh, I'm trying my best. In this episode, I'm talking to production designer Jim Gloucester. Jim is a Southern gentleman who has art-directed films such as Semi-Pro, The Other Guys, and TV show Banshee. He has production designed Eastbound and Down, 13 Reasons Why, Ballers, and of course my near and dear, Veep. He has five ADG nominations and two wins. He has four Emmy nominations and we share one win for Veep. He is from North Carolina and has been working in Los Angeles the past couple of years since Veep moved here from Baltimore uh, because of the tax incentive. They were given the tax break for bringing production to the state of California, which I'm very thankful for. I have the divine privilege to work with Jim Gloucester on Veep. I can't thank him enough for hiring me to take over when the show moved here. He's a really good man, he's very kind, and he's very relaxed to work with. He loves to draw his designs from a massive amount of research that he does. He also has a passion for writing and making film. In 2010, he wrote, produced, and directed a short called Aphasia, a beautifully told story of the human spirit. I pray I get the chance to work with him again. Veep was such a hard show, and the type that strips you down to the point that you can't even think straight. Some of our episodes were insane for sets. They had over 40 sets scheduled, and I think only 20 of them might have aired. Multiple locations in a day, huge stage builds that had construction crews working overnight. We were dressing all day long. I had, sometimes I had like 18, 24 swing guys on, six trucks. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot of furniture, <laughs> a lot to coordinate. Thank God for my lead man, Patrick Alvin. I did one stretch of working eight weekends in a row, and I know my guys did the same. It wasn't just us, though. It was every department. Everyone had to give 100% to Veep. You had to. The bar was set very high. And it shows. It's a fantastic show all around. As I said, we won an Emmy for our work on season six of the show, and it has to be my proudest professional moment to date. I hope you enjoy Jim Gloucester. Let me, now, I know, I know the answer to this, but how did you get into the business? Um, I got into the business because I started in the theater, and then I had children, and I couldn't feed them doing theater. <laughs> <laughs> Babies were hungry? Babies so. were hungry. And uh, so then I was working at a community theater as the tech director, designer, building all the sets that I designed, and it was a lot of fun until six years later when it was a lot of work. <laughs> and um, then I got a commercial. Actually, I quit that not having a job because I was just so sick of it. And then um, it was a very scary thing to do. And then I landed a commercial, just working as a prop guy in a commercial. And 
made a lot more money than I ever made building sets. In North Carolina. In Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So the commercial was local or was it a... No, it was... National. It was a national commercial. Nice. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, and uh, they came from either New York or L.A., which they do in Charlotte all the time. And, uh, so after that, I did you know hundreds of commercials. I worked as a prop guy, worked as a um, set designer, worked as a painter, worked as a lead man. Um, you know, just whatever I could do to, to feed those kids, feed those babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always that story of I did all these other jobs before I got to where I am. Exactly. Which always helps when you're dealing with every other department. Right. Because then you know what people do. Like, hey, man, I did that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know what I'm asking you to yeah, do because yeah, yeah. uh, I've been there. Yeah. But, yeah, can you do that? <laughs> I, like, I like it when uh, some of the crew will talk to me like I'm in fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> like explaining stuff. We had a guy the other day explain that if I count the two-foot tiles oh. on the floor oh. and I look down, I can envision how long the conference table is going to be. <laughs> Was that Andrew? <laughs> No, it wasn't Andrew. Andrew knows <laughs> um, And then you, 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 you just ran into Adam McKay. Like, did you just? <laughs> how did you start working all with like? Uh, Talladega, Talladega Nights came Nights. to Charlotte, North Carolina. And then they got. And then I came on as the assistant art director, mm-hmm. and um, and worked with a designer by the name of Clayton Hartley, mm-hmm. who you should interview. Mm, I'd love to. Yeah, and um, and he and I became fast friends, and I went all over the country working for him as a art director. Nice. I feel like you become fast friends with a lot of people because you're so nice. Yeah, maybe. I think I think that's worked <laughs> to your advantage being a nice person. All, all the people that I hire are very nice as well too. Oh, that's so not that true. <laughs> that's not true. We've worked with some not nice people. Come on. <laughs> But they're not around anymore. You got rid of them. That's right. I get rid of yeah. all the nice people. That's what I do. Uh, was the transition from those positions, or specifically art director to production designer, hard? It Did was you... scary as hell. Scary. Yeah, because I was on a show, Banshee, um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, working as an art director. And I was working with the same producers that had done Eastbound and Down, and I'd worked with them on that. And I did all four seasons of that. Also as a graphic designer, assistant art director, art director. Um, and they were coming to do Veep. And I had done the pilot of Veep with, uh, with Clayton as, uh, as the art director. And they asked me if I wanted to try to production design. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I seriously thought at the time that I'd gotten too old. It's like, oh, that's never going to happen. It's, yeah, it's not gonna, I'm just going to be an art director. Not just, because art directing is an honorable profession. It's yeah. a very uh, hard job. But um, So yeah, I stepped up and um, I remember flying out to L.A. to meet with the showrunner to show him the first West Wing set that we were building. Mm-hmm. And um, before that, I'd just been doing everything over the phone or you know sending him pictures and things like that. And... Um, and so it was really important for me to get in a room with him and show him all of the stuff that we were planning on doing. And when I got to L.A., flew out here, um, we realized that all of a sudden he was rehearsing with the cast for the season. And, um, and I set everything up nice and had you know, all the boards and everything laid out, all the pictures and, and the plans. And um, then a PA came into the room and said, oh, no, this is where we're having lunch. you got to move all this stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Move down the line. Move down the line. Down the trough. Move down. So I had to pick everything oh. up. I had organized. Oh. And I had to take it into another room and lay it out again. And by then it was like, uh, it was unorganized and just completely in disarray. And he came into the room, Armando, who was a lovely human being, but he basically gave me about 10 minutes. That's it. So yeah. I flew out for a 10 minute meeting. But that's and either I flew good. back to Baltimore. But that's good in a way of there was trust. Well, it's I mean, not he like he, he gave didn't you. Know me from Adam. So. Yeah, but it's not like he gave you ten minutes, and then you didn't get the job. Do you know what I mean? Well, like he gave you ten minutes. Like, yeah, this guy. This is what we're doing. He. This is why I hired him. Yes. This is it. Yes. Like this yes. is. He's. He's off on his own. He's doing his. his well, what thing. was good is the main thing he emphasized about Veep is that you know when you go to the real West Wing, it's not big. It's small. Little bitty offices. Five people, five desks in an office because it's such such important real estate for political people to have that they'll go in there and just cram a desk in there to say that they work in the West Wing. Right. So what he really wanted was the real DC, the real West Wing, the real, you know, as opposed to some Hollywood version of it. Right. So the ugliness was we were trying to I was emphasize. I actually have a question here that I find that you are a stickler for research and designing things how they really look. Which I know Veep is different because that would that's what we strived for, and there was a ton of research that you looked into, and White House, and pictures, and talking with people. But do you prefer designing the realistic sets or something that's more stylized? Um, well, I've kind of done both, um, and on Veep it was that. I mean, it was trying to do the realistic stuff as much as, much as we can. Um, when I came to Ballers and we did this big sports X set, which is a thirteen thousand square foot set. Um, you know, there we got to play a little bit, and you know, it was SportsX is a um, is an extreme sports agency, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and it was the character owned it was really far out, played by Russell Brand, and um, it it was fun to you know. Huge set. Huge set. Huge. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. really fun and vibrant, and I mean, plus uh, I think it's uh, probably not known that you were in a warehouse in the middle of. But Van Nuys or something. Tarzana. <laughs> Tarzana. Tarzana. Even better. You weren't on a soundstage. That's a huge difference to make a set on a soundstage or like a converted warehouse. Well, the warehouse um, became part of the set, basically. Right. We filled the whole warehouse. So the outer walls and the roof of the warehouse, the ceiling, became part of the set. Um, but, but when we moved the show here to Paramount um, on stage 18, we realized that the ceiling was it was, was 50 it. feet high as opposed to 20 feet high. So, <laughs> and we were recreating the set, but we're redesigning it as well. So it's the same basic layout, but all the colors are different. A lot of the different sections and areas um, became different. But basically what we had to do at Paramount is we had to build the warehouse inside the soundstage <laughs> and then the set inside the warehouse. So. Which well, is such a great, like, great. Like, I had to do this for this set. Because what do you think you would have gone that way, really, in de- in design if you didn't have to deal with that warehouse? Um, no, I think the warehouse really helped yeah. the set. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean the reality is we built a thirteen thousand square foot ceiling and put it on top of the set here at Paramount. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just gone back to the warehouse. Well, they wouldn't let it. No. <laughs> we tried to and. Uh, was condemned. Uh, yeah, it was condemned. 
I mean, it was an old chemo drug warehouse. Yeah. So, <laughs> really. You're walking around and there's like, you know, weird lockup places where they kept chemo drugs and you're going, is this, are we okay? Here? It was a maze. I mean, to get to your office, I it needed was. a map. Yes, it was. It was, it a, was maze. a maze of like offices and then these uh, two, you had one big warehouse or two, just one? Two warehouses. Two warehouses yeah. where you built sets. Right. You can build a set anywhere. Build a set anywhere. That's right. In any town. <laughs> um, I know in Veep and Ballers, the shows are very location heavy. What is the process when you're location scouting? Um, well, um, I've been lucky to have very good location managers. Um, so I get in the car with either the location manager or one of their, their scouts, and we go out and just look at all over L.A. for... For, for places to shoot. For D.C. <laughs> for D.C. <laughs> for Iowa. For, for Iowa, for D.C., for Nevada, for Tbilisi, Georgia. For, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Helsinki, you know. Yeah. And we go, we go everywhere. So, you know, um, depending on how the producers are. Now, in Veep, the producers were he very heavy into scouting, so they would go with us a lot to, to see stuff. Um, on Ballers, I bet a lot of things before people before they yeah, Before they get involved. Or at least at the beginning of the season, I did. Now that it's snowballed and everything's so quick, a lot of times we just pick from pictures and yeah. then we'll go visit three places that everybody likes picture-wise and see which one works best for for the show. And when you're when you're going into locations, and sometimes they're and most of the time they're just big empty rooms, are you more thinking like a director at that point? Like, is this going to work for the scene? Are you thinking design-wise? Like, what do you think of? No, I think I'm pretty much thinking design-wise. I mean, I'm thinking of how it fits with what I see in my head and what the set should be. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the time the locations are picked before the director comes on for that episode. Correct, yeah, for those episodes. So, um, and, you know, with then we draw up the plans and we show them to the, and if it is an empty room, then we're going to rearrange it any way we want to anyway. So that's where the director gets involved and wants the sofa over here or, yeah. you know, we have one director now who is not a fan of coffee tables, so we've decided not huh. to put any coffee tables on any of, of those sets. Huh. Just because of blocking, it gets in the way of, of how this director likes. Does it. the camera never go low? Well, the camera does go. <laughs> <laughs> the camera actually, uh, this DP we have is uh, he he loves shooting ceilings, which I love as well. Oh, but, nice. Yeah, because you know on Veep we hardly ever saw any ceilings, and yeah. uh, uh, and uh, uh, Rodney Taylor's our DP on uh, <clears throat> nice. Ballers this season, and yeah, he he. Uh, one of the reasons we put a 13,000 square foot ceiling Because he was going to see it. he was going to see it, yeah. Well, that's nice. I mean, the poor coffee table suffering, but I guess the ceiling gets yeah, a lot of play. Right, exactly, yeah. But you, I would think, I, I mean, I know with actors, if they're tall, like with Jonah, mm -hmm. there were things we purposely did to, like, I know I or like the podium I'd make I'd look for like the lower one just to make him look gigantic right. yeah, or yeah. anything but is it um do you have a lot of tall actors for the ceiling no the regular right They're just the just the rock is tall like uh, you're not making it for no 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 it's not no not for that it's no. just really the DP likes to look at the camera yeah. angle so but you're right on Veep it's like in Jonah's mom's house we made the arch between the the archway between the living room and the dining room smaller so that when he stood there it looked like he was a giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he the, is a giant. The best is that <laughs> small office. Yeah, that was a fun one where he 
kept banging his head. <laughs> banging his head on the on the ceiling, and then the doorway was like smaller, I think. Or everything in the room was great. I mean, it was so confined. But and... even there, you want to keep it real. Right. Right. So it's not like we're designing a funny set. We're designing a set where funny things can happen. Yeah. But it has to be that they stuck him up in the attic. <laughs> right. And even his West Wing office. There was a story of like he was under the staircase. Correct. Or, yeah. So yeah. I designed that so that yeah his desk was under the under the stairwell you know wall yeah. so it was really tight and compacted in there for him. One of the things I know that you and I have run into on Veep is uh, designing and decorating a set for the joke, and then it gets cut, and then our <laughs> our, our joke our joke is still on the screen. Right. <laughs> And no one else knows why. Why, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think that happened in the Cap David episode yeah. because the way it got edited, they were supposed to be swapping cabins for various different reasons. And then when they edited, it didn't quite make sense. No. <laughs> didn't make sense. And then it just looked like, are they in a different, or did they just change their drapes? Right, like, it didn't, yeah. yeah, we get caught in that. I mean, I feel like I've, that happens in most of TV. Edit, edit kills sometimes, oh, for sure. you know, k- kills decisions that are made for that. Especially when they don't have time for wide shots, and so yeah. all we see is the, the, Heads. the actor's head in front of our lovely sets. Yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the, let me ask you, what's the worst part of production designing? Sitting in a van. What, yeah. You're in a van a lot. I'm in a van a lot, especially on Baller, because it's such a location heavy show. Yeah. And, the good thing about it is I've learned L.A. I'm not from here. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, I mean, I know this town really well now. All right. over. I mean, you know, Malibu, mansions to... And it's know. quite a versatile city. I mean, you're able to shoot a lot of different cities in in this town. Yes, yeah, definitely. You can, you can get that look. And it's also very nice, though, when you don't have to. Like, right. Like, Bowlers is L.A. for L.A. now. So, yeah, that's it's nice, nice to not have to worry about making it feel like something else. I only did one show where it was L.A. for L.A. It was so nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so nice. But the real joy is building and designing sets, or designing sets to be built. It's like we did a That's su- serious on the XM part. radio station for this season of Baltimore. Oh, nice. And it was, you know, it, it really turned out well. I think everybody was very happy with it. And, um, you know, it even inspired the writers to write, you know, more stuff to it kind of thing. So that's always nice. That's a win. That's a win. And that happened yeah. with Sports X last year, too, I believe. It's that, that big set. Um, was only supposed to be in like two episodes, and it ended up being all the episodes. So that's so that's, they so that, they wrote to it once they saw it. So they oh, nice. play on it so much, yeah. So. That's your favorite part of being a designer. Yeah, yeah. It's the build. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The the build. That's the fun part. Um, who's your favorite decorator? <laughs> 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 okay, don't answer that. Uh, please don't answer that. <laughs> I was told there'd be no loaded questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who uh, who influenced you? Like what? Like you wanted to get into design and everything, but who? What influenced you? Specific uh, people or films or? You know, most of my influence came back in my theater design days. To be honest with you, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't look at a lot of other television designer or, or movie designer's work. I mean, I'm impressed by it when I see a really good movie and wonderful design and I want to write that designer and say, oh man, that was awesome. You yeah. Know, it's like, just watch Chernobyl. And I mean, I can't, I can't get that. through it. 
It's too depressing. I can't imagine. I mean, it's just so gorgeous in terms of its, yeah. you know. That's it, how I feel about Fosse Burden. Like, I don't, uh, it's not, like, I don't well, I really care about yeah. it. The, the sets are like, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I, I, I love being wildlife. The yeah. people's work, I think, it's, it's amazing just to, to turn and watch something and go, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I'm inspired by that, for sure. It's like, oh, I want to be that yeah. level. I want yeah. to get to that. Theater advisor is a designer, Boris Aronson, mm -hmm. uh, famous designer, and um, and I've had his book for years, um, and used it for inspiration time and time again for, for a lot of my set designs, um, and then I found out that Frank Rich, who is one of our producers on Beat, wrote that book. It's his first book. Oh my wrote. god! Yeah. yeah, and so and I and I was always a huge fan of Frank's anyway because yeah. he was a theater critic for years for the New York Times and um, and then you know here on Veep you know, just the wonderful work he does on that but when I found out he wrote that book and how much it had influenced my design in all of those years I was just floored so that's like full sign, circle yeah yeah getting that's him to amazing. sign that book for me was like one of the one of the such a nice guy too oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. so involved with no um but like nothing in return like he's there to make it the best product oh, for sure. yeah. and you wouldn't even know that he's on the set he's like just sitting over there just being a genius yes yeah, yeah, being a genius. <laughs> you know and he writes for the new york magazine he writes political articles which you know i'm a news junkie and you know in this day and age oh, yeah. and um, i just love it when all of a sudden another one comes out that frank's written and i get to i get to read it yeah uh, i do love his articles too yeah. um let me see. When when you're designing, mm -hmm. what's your process when you get the script? Not um, an outline, <laughs> not a treatment. <laughs> Which you so when you get basically you do you get treatments and outlines first. A lot, yeah, yeah. or a heads up. Beep all the time. We didn't have the scripts, so right? Because they were still working on them, so we just would get a list of sets. So, yeah. Um, which, in and of itself, can be frustrating. It's like you know where you're going to be, but you don't know the context of where you're going to be. Right. And the context is is key because you want to pick colors that fit the flavor of the scene. You want to, you know, you want to, uh, um, if there's any comedy involved, you want to, you know, to be involved in, you know, whatever the gag might be. Um, so, um, so getting the script is like, it's like getting a new present, really. Yeah, yeah. You get to read it and go. It's another level. Yeah, depending on how exhausted you are. It can yeah. also be. We've got oh a lot God, of van time, though. <laughs> At least you've learned not to, like, be sick in the car while you're, while you're reading I can't scripts. Read my, I can't read a script in a car. No, so. no. I can read my phone, which is weird, but I can't read my Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 There is something. There is something, like, I think the screens are nicer to our eye. Like, our, we can move with it, maybe? I think so, yeah. It's I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, and, and it's, it's funny now that, you know, I'm at a point where I'm looking for another show um, to get a new script to read. Right. You would it's think fresh. it'd be like, oh my goodness, not a, not, I gotta do another show. No, it's no. like you get all excited again. Yeah. It's just like it's a disease, I think. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> it's like your mind starts to just explode with possibilities of like, what is this gonna be? Exactly. What is it? What is this? And so many times what you originally thought it's going to be to what it is is completely different right. and not even because of what you are designing or anything but now it's a location right. or now it's uh, it shoots tomorrow yeah. 
<laughs> that's that, that sofa that we ordered right. <laughs> that was going to be here on Friday is yeah, it's not here. It's not here, man. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I think I always think when you get the script, there's so many possibilities yeah. Yeah, yeah, of what yeah. this could be. Right. And um, it's also scary, too, because it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know how to do that. I've never done that before, you know, whatever the new concept is that the writers give you, you know, but then you find a way. You get into yeah. the research and you figure it out, and it's just, you know, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's hard to, when you have so much research, sometimes it's too much, and then you're like, I've got so much good stuff I want to fit into one room. <laughs> I've got so many ideas exactly. that we could, we could do. There's one set we did when we did the Tbilisi apartment. Oh, right. That we almost fit all of that stuff. Yeah, we did. It was fun. That was a nice. Yeah, that was such a big, nice set. With There was two rooms, and one was a kitchen. There was an opportunity, and then the dining space, and even the hallway, and there was a lot to do there to right. give it the detail that it needed. Right, and one of the gratifying things on that one was that uh, Paramount, or whoever we used at the time to lay the carpet and put the floors in on that, was actually from... Was he offended? No. He came to me and he said, just, I thought I walked in my grandmother's house. Oh, no way. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. It took him straight back home. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And I researched that one off of uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> right. so, we had wires hanging uh, yeah, and yeah. your color scheme was on point. Yeah. And, like, um, Sad, yeah. sad color scheme, they call that. Who knew that Airbnb would be, you know, such a fabulous research tool, but it really is. Yeah. you can go into that town and say, okay, yeah. what, are the, what do the apartments look like, you know? Yeah. It is, it is a, it's one of those little things you wouldn't think of, but it does give a character yeah. to all of a sudden, and, a, and accessible throughout the world. Right. Which is so nice. Yeah. And you see the quirky stuff that goes, I mean, even if it was like an L.A. apartment or whatever, I mean, it's like, you see some of the quirky things that people do when they're living places and you go oh I never would have thought to do that but yeah. it's kind of cool yeah. yeah and I would never stay there yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> whoa <laughs> hey guy you might want to clean up the litter box before you post it online yeah, right. <laughs> like the place I'm staying in now it has all these 80s fixtures so it's like oh. this gold brass oh. weird shaped 80s fi- and it, but it's kind of fascinating because it's like oh, okay oh. just sticking with it yeah and it's obviously people are renting it. That's right. Well, it's got a great view of the park. <laughs> well, that, where are you at? Echo Park? No, I'm in uh, uh, Los Feliz. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't like it over there. <laughs> I don't go past uh, Island. No, nothing east of Island. I know. <laughs> I'm here, yeah, unless it's for work. <laughs> no, that's like when I did Love. I mean, we shot all over like Silver Lake and Echo and um, Los Feliz. And it's just not my vibe. It's such a distinct look over there and distinctness of, I mean, the architecture's great, really, because there's a lot of old mid-centuries and oh, yeah, yeah. the Spanish is, influence is there and there's really some great houses and everything. But the roads are bad. Yeah. They don't have a target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where their Ralph's is. Like, I just, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> Fix your roads. That's my biggest thing. The roads. My fascination is with the coyotes because I see them almost daily there, driving into work or driving home. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, and um, so I've, you know, I've, they must be I've hungry. Actually, <laughs> I've actually been able to identify a few of them because there's, you know, there's a, there's a female who's been injured, so she's limping kind of. Oh. Yeah. And um, and then there's a couple of males, and I think they're all probably part of the same pack, but um, 
I was driving to work the other morning, and as I'm going down the road, this coyote is in front of the road from me. He sees me, turns and runs, and then these two huge crows come in front of my car and start dive-bombing this poor coyote. Oh, no! <laughs> He's like, what the hell? What the hell, hell man? Not <laughs> for a stroll. Like, I wish I had got my phone out and filmed it, because it would have been like me on camera, you know, yeah. following this nature nature thing happening. Nature in, in L.A. In yeah. Crows dive-bombing coyotes. What's, uh, do you ever get to a, <laughs> do you ever get to a location and then you think, oh, I shouldn't have, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have picked, I shouldn't have okayed this? Yeah, and mainly, it's be, I mean, sometimes a lot of what we do is just cover stuff up, right? Because we're making it look like something else. Right. It's like it's a football field, but it needs to be a different team and all that. So, right. you know, really what we're doing is just making it, turning it into what the script calls for. And, uh, and yeah, sometimes you get to places where it's like, oh, this is awful more work than it should be you know yeah to make it yeah the yeah, look to yeah, get maybe there maybe we should have looked at one more place and <laughs> not had to you know do all of the signage and stuff to turn a modern day bowling alley into a 91 bowling alley <laughs> right <laughs> um you've written you've directed you've acted yes what's your favorite to do designing designing <laughs> you don't have to say that <laughs> no it is it, it is. is yeah that's what I feel most comfortable doing yeah you know, well, you're good at it. Because so. when, when, <laughs> when I was an actor, which I'm actually going to be on ball, they're putting me in a scene as an owner for one of the NFL teams. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, but the know, Panthers. Just, oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got the dialect. Nice, nice. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got words and everything. Um, but residuals. But yeah, I feel more. I feel more comfortable doing that. Than, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's it fits me like a glove as yeah. opposed to the other stuff. It's like, you know, it's a lot more. The other stuff's more scary for yeah. some reason. But I'm not scared doing this. I sleep really well. Yeah. Oh, you but do? I, <laughs> you do? I don't. I mean. I do, but that's because I got a good crew. Yeah. You know. It's yeah. Like, I know the first season I was on Veep, season five. I didn't sleep well at all. When I start a new show, it's like when I'm telling it's like you first how day of school. I was for when I, yeah, it's like your first day of school. So, yeah. you know, coming out here to pick up Veep out here from Baltimore, um, that was really like coming to school for the very first day because it was all new producers, new show. Yeah. That's all a weird situation I mean, be- because it was, it was you and your show and a sprinkle of the same people, right. but really not. Yeah, me and the cast, you know. Yeah. Um, Kathleen had done two seasons, I think, in Baltimore of, of Wardrobe, so she came, I mean, she lives here, so she was, she brought back, um, and then I think the, the gaffer they brought. Oh, right, and right. Tim, the DP? No. Oh, that guy was different. Yeah, okay. the new guy, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it was. Yeah, it was such a weird situation. Yeah. And a, was, a transition of. I felt of comfortable it. doing it because I was the. You were the go-to guy. They, they, I mean, they depended on you for a lot of answers. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it was my responsibility to keep the show looking the way that it looked. So, yeah. You know, and, and everybody else was new to that, so yeah, it was, it was, it was not a hard decision to be in. But when I first took it over in Baltimore, and it was scary. Yeah, I, I didn't sleep good until I got into the groove. You know, yeah. Because it's. It's hard. It's, it's because it's, unless you're on stage that day and you they're in that set. You know they're in space, you know what I mean, or they're in the West Wing. Right. You feel comfortable. I don't know. I never felt comfortable on Veep of like 
they're in the West Wing tomorrow. I don't know what could happen. I think oh. it was just that type of show of like they're going to want to go into a new room. They're going to want to open that door. We're going to have to rush over and, and do that at yeah, any moment. I, <laughs> yes, but I and I know a lot of my crew probably doesn't like this about me, but I consider those chances to be the hero. <laughs> right? Yeah. When they ask us yeah. to do stuff overnight, and it's like, you want us to do what? And they're like, can you? And we're like, hell yeah, we can. And then we do it, and then they're like, wow, they did that. They pulled that off. Problem is, they get used to it. And I know. Expect it. Well, that's what I'm saying, Jim. <laughs> Jim doesn't know the word no. He and there are many times I've come, I've yelled from my office, <laughs> just say no, and you never say no, which is good for you. Well, get you the next job, hopefully, right? Oh, well, yeah. Hey, Kim, can we have that dress by tomorrow? No. Well, I told him we could. So, <laughs> thanks. You noticed they didn't ask me. <laughs> That's correct. They no. didn't ask you for a reason. Yes. Because they know what the answer is going to be. Yes. So. Ultimately, it would have been yes. But I like to admit, you got to stretch it out a little. you got to make it look hard. <laughs> harder. <laughs> harder than it is um, to get shit done. Okay, I'll work on that. Yeah. I'll work on that. Uh, maybe like he and Hall just a little bit. Like, oh, man, really? <laughs> that positive, yes, we can. Yes, it's we really can. just <laughs> yes. kills us. Yeah. Andrew, our, my wonderful art director. He, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've t- we've talked about you. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I should say, you you do have people. Good people follow you. You have a wonderful crew. You have Andrew. I always say his last name wrong. Leached. Leech. Leech uh, is your art director, and your construction coordinator, Matt Haynes, Matt Haynes is amazing. Uh, art department coordinator Rachel. Rachel's fantastic. Up as a PA to be art department coordinator, she's amazing. Um, yeah, we have, I mean, blessed to have people. Yeah. Because you know, they, they uh, want to hang with me, and we've been together ever since I came out here for season five of Eve. So. Yeah, and um, I think Matt is. I mean, someone decided to have babies. <laughs> decided to um, I worked up <laughs> until the day <laughs> we were sitting at breakfast that day. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I gave it all I could, Jim. I was at work six days later. Shove the baby's back. Come on. Yeah. We got another episode to do. <laughs> gotta finish. Gotta finish. Gotta finish. They're in the hospital. It's fine. It was good. It was fine. They were fine. They don't know. They'll never know. No, no. Um, you went to work, Mom? We were in the hospital. Yeah, you were fine. It's a total Philly attitude. Ah, you're fine. Um, how, are, how are crews... When you go home and work. Well, I haven't been home to work for quite a while. <laughs> right. That's the hope. But are they deep get... there? Like, how is it? How does it work over, over there? Well. Uh, are they flying a lot of people in to work, or you can't? You're sourcing it, from it, Atlanta. It depends. I mean, in Baltimore, no, we're not sourcing from Atlanta at all. I mean, Atlanta's no. sourcing from here, basically, yeah. from all over. You know, we lost so much work in North Carolina because our politicians decided to. Yeah. Past bathroom laws for mm-hmm. transgender people. George and, uh, is right behind you. They so. are, I know. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, in Charlotte, we've got, I mean, I've worked for years with a lot of great people um, doing commercials, and then any time a movie would come to town um, or a series, we'd jump on it, and, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I look forward to going back and working with those folks. Yeah. yeah. And Baltimore, I mean, they have crew about, I would say, too deep because they had. Uh, um, House of Cards House going of Cards. on the same time we were shooting Veep there. And The Wire there before that, I right, think. Right, The Wire there before. I don't know what's going on there now. I haven't heard a lot of this going on. 
So, mm. but yeah, I mean, we just you know, you, you. Uh, so I have to I have to work in North Carolina now to work with you again. Is probably, this what's yes. going to happen? Well, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Atlanta. Well, I'm not working in Georgia. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could say that, but if I do get a job in Georgia, mm. I don't know. I may I may have to just because it's three and a half hours away from my house. That's not bad. Uh, Louisiana. It's like the valley to hit to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, but since the political stuff is happening, um, it feels like you know if Georgia does lose some work and North Carolina has you know has changed its ways a they, little. They bit. They have. They've lightened of, up a little. They've lightened up a little. In yeah. Georgia, <clears throat> so maybe some more work will come to, to North Carolina. And, uh, well, I just want you to stay here. <laughs> I just want to work with you. I know. I mean, I, I don't. It's it sucks because I know you want to go home. Yeah, I want to be with my my wife and family my and your doggies and, dogs and, and you got a beautiful house and, and, and we're building a house. Amazing there. parents That's and right. yeah. So there's a lot to be there and uh, and you know you just when you're here by yourself you just it wears on you a little. It does. I yeah. Mean, I, I mean I could plot my emotional <laughs> <laughs> journey, the start of a show or start of a season. Right. Down to, you know, it's Start off okay. I'm gonna get in shape and yeah. go eat at all these Cook great restaurants. So yeah, and all this good stuff. And then about halfway through, you're like, oh, just give me a mac and cheese burrito. Yeah, mac <laughs> and cheese. I'm going to bed. That's right. Yeah, my bottle of wine. Yeah, just please, please go home. Good wine here. Can't can't knock that. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it because I I think I have to go. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you're thank you for having me. <laughs> and I can't wait to work with you again. And I hope I hope I get to because it too. was an amazing journey. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. I have a, like this fear now that that was it. That was it for me. I have the same fear too. I mean, it's like that was the pinnacle because it was yeah. such a fun show. We were so proud to be on it, and you know, it's yeah. like I mean, it's so gratifying to be on a show that's really good. Yeah, it's know? really good, and everyone's good. Yes. Uh, you're you're with the best. It just felt like you were with the best. Right. Cast and writers. Yeah. And, and us. Us, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. I said that to Beth. That that was. I think that was. It. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm. I don't know if I'll ever get that again. Right. No, I'm with you. I think it's. Uh, um, I'm sure there's projects that are unknown to us that has that potential but it just it feels so out of reach or something yeah. even though we were just there right, right. it just feels so out of reach yeah, it feels very odd not having a sh that show to go back to it's like every yeah. august i was like okay i'm going back to work. yeah you know, gear up there. Yeah. gear up yeah yeah so. uh but thank you you're welcome thank you thank you andrew for being quiet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yay oh jim like i said i hope our paths cross again I do think I need to interview him again and we just talk Veep. We have so many stories, so many battle battleground stories that uh, I know he'd love to share. <laughs> and he's been there since the beginning, so he has more than I do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be up to date about our podcast schedule, please visit decoratingpagespodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Also, I'm blogging. What's one up watching? Check out my posts every week on the website. You know you want to know what I'm watching. It's interesting. I mean, there's some really good shows out there. The content, the amount of shows that are out there right now is ridiculous. And um, I find it my duty to watch them all. 
and to share with you the beautiful sets that I see. Thank you for joining me. I hope you got an earful. I'm Kim Wanup for Decorating Pages. Decorating Pages is sponsored by Stogie Floaty, luxury pool floats. Load them if you got them. Visit stogiefloaty.com.